Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journey so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Stacy, Devin, I haven't talked to you in so long. I know it does. It feels like forever, yeah. especially since we normally we talk every week, but we also normally text, and we couldn't even like text this time. Right? Yeah. No, I have heard nothing from you. I was just I was like nope. waiting for Instagram images to appear, crickets, crickets. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah. I hope that you didn't get eaten by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> right like that literally yeah. happened uh well i mean then nobody got eaten but um oh, good there was uh at uh elkmont the elkmont oh camping yeah. area like yeah. i guess over the weekend a family got attacked by a bear and they had to euthanize the bear because it Aww. like attacked the family and um everybody was okay but you know you can't have bears mm-hmm. attacking families so no um, I'm glad that they yeah. do so humanely instead of like, you know, in a, what was it? Irvin, Irwin, Tennessee, when they hung that elephant who trampled the kid. Do you remember that story? Oh my gosh. No, that sounds <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh, so th- I mean, it was like back at the turn of the century. So it's a long time ago. Oh, but, okay. uh, when I say turn of the century, not 2000, like 1900. <laughs> okay. 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 But yeah, Irwin is, 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 uh, known that's like the it's histor historical it's like a tiny middle of nowhere place but it is mm-hmm. known as the town that hung the elephant um <laughs> which is terrible it's absolutely terrible yeah, but anyway but at least wow. they didn't do that i guess no hanging elephant no <laughs> this is random uh how are you stacy <laughs> doing i'm doing pretty good i'm feeling refreshed excellent um, Ele- yeah I, I don't know why and maybe because um, but my vacation felt like it lasted forever. And I think I, I, uh, you know, there's that whole thing about, um, time passes slower when you're doing new things. Cause your brain is kind of like trying to figure out how to catalog it, where if you do the same routine, it's like, Oh yep, yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. And it's on autopilot. Yes. So I guess because we were doing like a completely new experience with the RV, it was like, it felt like it was like a month and it was a week. That is so crazy. That is so amazing. crazy. But I really, I'm going to, I mean, that's obviously, we're going to talk a lot about this because I want to hear yeah. your story about your, your, your RV and yes. unplugging and all of this. But my first question for you is what mm-hmm. are you drinking? Because that's the most important <laughs> question always. Oh, uh, I am very excited to oh. talk about my drink tonight. Okay. Because it's from my trip. Oh, yay. Um, yeah. So, um, well, so we did go, we vacationed in Virginia, and there's this area in Virginia. It's called, like, Route 151, I think is what it's called. Okay. Something. Yeah, and um, this 151 is, or not Route 151, because that makes me think of, of Route 66, but it was like, oh, shoot, I can't remember. I'll have to, it has a different, NOLA 151? Anyway, it has some nickname, um, but it's basically, <laughs> you know, a highway or whatever. Right, right. And, um... Along that path, there are a bunch of wineries and breweries and cideries, and I've never seen so many cideries. Cideries. Um, I didn't yeah, even know that was a word. I didn't either. But <laughs> we cideries. stayed at a, well, I guess, dang, I'm getting into spoilers already. But um, <laughs> we camped at a cidery. So cidery. Like, oh, cidery. cidery. Okay. Yeah. Are you having a um, cidery cider? 
I well, I am not the place we stayed at. Okay, this one we actually found at one of the other campgrounds, but it's called Potter's P O T T E R apostrophe S Potter's Craft Cider. Okay, this one in particular is called the Petite Cider. Ooh. Um, it is specifically made with Virginia apples. Okay, water and yeast. Um, and it has only ninety calories. Zero sugar and zero carbs. Nice. And it is delicious. Okay. And, okay. you know, I've talked, I think I've mentioned before, like, I have a hard time drinking the seltzer drinks because they give me, for whatever reason, they uh, really activate my acid reflux. Right. Um, right. And so they're normally a light, you know, kind of like drink, you know, they would be a light carbonated drink that you could drink. So when I found this, I was like, 90 calories and it's delicious. So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. And I just uh, found out that you can actually buy it here in Maryland um, oh. at a liquor store that's like, um, you know, 15 minutes away. So I am stoked. Well, you have to bring us some whenever you come okay. visit again, because that is the type of thing that I feel like Thomas especially would really appreciate. Yes. So yeah, absolutely. That sounds nice. Yeah, I like their, sugar, I, I looked at their website and I like their logo <laughs> with oh. like the tree. Tree? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is cool. Yep. Maybe So I don't know how they can have no carbs since it's apples. I guess I don't know. Maybe you ferment it. Uh, I, I, guess, you know. <laughs> I don't know. But it's it's a it's amazing. So I was I'm um happy that I can get it. Well that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. That what sounds are you lovely. Well, uh so uh I I have talked before about like my ghetto whiskey sour thing mm-hmm, situation mm-hmm. with the lemonade and um the whiskey so thomas makes them for me now and he does a really good job he he adds a little bit of his own like art artisanship to it so i Mm -hmm. think there's a little bit of like salt in there and um i think there's something else he does but anyway but it it tastes really good but we were like okay we can't come up with a different name for this because it's not a whiskey sour (laughs) right yeah it is not the same thing that you get when you have like a little bit of whiskey and a whole bunch of you know sweet and sour mix or whatever so like what is this um so we decided we're gonna call it a frisky sour (laughs) oh oh, i love it (laughs) so frisky sour is what i am drinking so it is lemonade and whiskey and cherries in whatever type of weird salt thing that thomas decided yeah uh but it's delicious and i like it so that's what i'm drinking frisky sours awesome for days i like it um so yeah uh we've got a lot to talk about because you have been like not around (laughs) no no i have not you were on vacation and Mm -hmm. also i think we talked about this the last episode that you were on you all bought a um an rv and yes we're gonna start taking it out for spin so so Mm -hmm. i mean just Start talking about it, man. I like. I want to hear. <laughs> okay, do what I do best and just talk for the entire episode. <laughs> oh, okay, here we go. So okay. we bought. Okay, okay. Wait, let me even start back even more, which I haven't even started. So where am I rewinding let's, from? Let's I don't know. Back. Let's go back. Yeah, take it back. Let's go back. Um, so there's different classes of RVs, and I don't know technically all the different classes. Although I think I can make a pretty good stab at it, but. The most common, maybe not most common, but one of the very common um, RVs that you see 
is a class C, which is the one where you've got the truck in the front. It looks like a U-Haul van. You've got the truck in the front and you've got a big square thing on the back. Okay. And uh, that's what we rented like when we went to um, out west, right? Yeah. Um, when the hacker alleys go west. That was, I think, the, <laughs> the hashtag that we used. Out um, hacker. Yeah. Yeah. Hacker alley. I don't, I don't remember. Like I don't look it up. I don't either. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a little bit. There's stuff out there on the internet with yes. that tagline. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, there is that version. And then there's also the big ones that there, there's ones that are called truck trailers and there's travel trailers. Uh-huh. And those are like the big, there's ones called fifth wheel, which fifth wheel is the one that like a big post goes in the back of a bed of a truck. Like you have to have a special attachment thing. And then the like, Travel trailers are like the normal ones that you just would tow, but they're just they they they're not drivable. They just like you just tow them. Okay. So okay, there's all these RVs. Well, I didn't realize that there's another class that's class B. Class B. And yeah, class B is a van. Oh. And a, a van that's been converted, a conversion van, whatever. Okay. Um, and so that's what we ended up getting. Okay. And we got it because, and it's a Winnebago Revel, R-E-V-E-L, Winnebago I, Revel. I like a, I like a Winnebago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we ended up getting it because we wanted something. We know from our experience with uh, renting RVs that although we rented the smallest Class C possible, it was still sometimes difficult to drive around. And I'm thinking specifically of like <laughs> Sedona, where you're going through this tiny little town with all these like. The lanes were barely wide enough for a car, yes. and you're trying to drive this big RV. It was a little scary. Uh, I was a yes, little afraid yes. for my life. Yes, I'm not going to yes. lie. <laughs> yeah, right? So we were like, okay, we want something that's very drivable. Uh-huh. We want something that we can park, just like if we want to go somewhere, we just literally park in a parking spot. We okay. don't have to find an empty area. Um, and then we also, James specifically wanted something that could go a little off-road, because again... <laughs> Which I don't think we've ever shared, but when we went out west, we had two instances yes. of where we kind of went off road. Yes. One was when we accidentally took a service road into the Grand Canyon uh, National so Park. I was so convinced we were going to drive off the edge of the canyon. It was just yes. Like, it was the middle of yeah. the night. So just yeah. to, to tee the story like 1 up. 1 a.m. Right. Yeah. Tee the story up. So what was it? 2011? No, 2012. Oh. We went it on was this. your Hobbit birthday year. Yeah. So 40. No. 33? 33. Yep. So it must have been... Anyway, pretty sure that's right. I'm pretty sure it was the 2012, because I got married in 2011. It was year after yes, that. Yes, it was before. Yeah. Um, so uh, we we took... We all flew to Las Vegas. We got yep. an RV, and then we said yep. we were going to drive it to all these places, all these places to yep. see in northern Arizona and in southern um, Utah, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so one of the, places, the first places we were going to go was the Grand Canyon. And so mm-hmm. we had, this was before uh, GPS was, um, you know, everywhere. <laughs> so it was right. good. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and so for whatever reason, the GPS app we were using had been uh, defaulted to try to avoid pol- uh, tolls. tolls. And yeah. of course, you have to pay to get into the <laughs> Grand Canyon Park. Yeah. So I was trying to basically get us into the Grand Canyon without going <laughs> the entrance to the Grand Canyon Park. <laughs> Which was probably like
like seven dollars you know right. it wasn't like it was going to be expensive <laughs> we had no idea that we were avoiding no. the entrance fee and it was but, like yeah. we had been we flew um and then we got the rv and then we drove to the grand canyon and it was like two in the morning and none of us yeah. had slept in 24 hours or something yeah uh yeah and we were on this crazy service road and i was cut because you couldn't see anything it was dark as shit and i was like we are gonna drive off the side of the canyon (laughs) yeah that's it's gonna happen (laughs) yeah and it would tell us to drive a direction and then it would but the time wouldn't get so we would drive for like 30 (laughs) minutes but the ETA on the GPS would stay the same. Right. And right. It, like we, it would never, we would never get closer to our spot. It was crazy. Yes. Yes. So uh, we stopped at one time. At one time we were like, oh my gosh, we're going to be, str- we're going to die out here in the <laughs> desert. Um, and it was like you said, two in the morning. We just stopped the RV. Everyone gets out. Yep. Yells into the <laughs> sky. <laughs> at the top of our lungs and no one is around yes we yell and then we just get back in the rv and we try it again <laughs> that's like my favorite memory because you can see yeah. so many stars great. out there yeah like it yeah. was so dark it was so beautiful it was awesome yeah. but i was convinced we were gonna die <laughs> yeah yeah and anyway. i don't know how we eventually found it but we eventually we were camping at the grand canyon camp site thing yes um and we had reserved a spot and so we finally got to it and we um got in our spot went to passed out went to sleep um but woke (laughs) up really early because of the time difference right so we basically woke up at sunrise if not slightly before um with ice caked on the inside of our windows (laughs) yes yeah yeah because you guys were Yes, you guys were at the top. Yeah. Um in the little bunker thing. Yes. And so we go for a walk at sunrise cuz we're just like, "Oh, that'll be nice. Let's go for a walk at sunrise." And we have no idea, but we keep walking straight. There's all these trees. We're on like this greenway looking thing. And then all of a sudden the trees open up and we are literally at the edge of the Grand Canyon. <laughs> no ba- no barrier, nope. no tourist, Mm-mm. no nothing. Just the just gra- we could have literally just in the Grand Canyon. Off. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> it was awesome. And but of course I was sitting there thinking, oh my God, we did almost drive off the edge. <laughs> yes. We're really close. We're like, I don't know how far it was, but yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. it was it was beautiful. That was an amazing, an amazing trip. An amazing trip. But that yeah. was the one that was one. That was the first off road experience. But then the other off road experience. Oh. Yes. The other one was, I think, I think that was in the town of Chloride. Yes. And they had some, yeah, they had some rocks that people go up and paint. And it's like this whole artist community kind of thing. Not, not Chloride. Chloride is like a <laughs> trash town. Well, <laughs> like, I okay, don't know. It's a ghost town. It's it like town. literally it is a ghost town. A ghost yeah. town. Yeah, um, it's literally the yeah, town of right. Ghost Town and Air- Chloride, Arizona. I'll, I'll make a link. Um, yeah. But it is, <laughs> is Chloride a ghost town? Question. It's the oldest continually inhabited mining town. About 350 l- people live here today. Uh, wow. Yeah. I wouldn't even thought that much. But I think a, a town just becomes a ghost town when it loses its post office. I think that's what we determine. <laughs> I think so. When you don't have a post office, you don't count as a town anymore. Right. But um, there are but anyway, these murals that an artist yes. uh, painted up on the, the rocks behind Chloride. Yes. And so you have to drive on this like bumpy path and... Off road, one lane, bumpy path, <laughs> off road. Yeah, kind of get up there. Um, and there's signs 
all over the RV. Don't take this off-road. You're financially responsible if you take this off-road. Don't take... No off-roading. And here we go. Off-road for a second time. (laughs) So... James All saying it's too late. Uh, it was like the best. <laughs> yeah. is another fun memory for me. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, it's like, are so, you sure you want to do this? It's too late now. It's, it's too late. It's too late. We're in it. Oh my gosh. Um. So all that story, that big tangent to say we got a vehicle that has four wheel drive. That was because smart. James wanted. Yeah, James wanted the ability to go off-road. And he also wanted something that was very sustainable for boondocking or being off the grid. So, oh, okay, okay. Yep, th- this in particular um, has solar panels. Oh, wow. And, yeah, it also has, uh, recharges the, so, okay, the battery, like a traditional car battery like you would have in your car, that's called the cabin battery. And then the battery that actually powers all the other things in the rv is called a house battery okay um so when you drive this it also charges the cabin or the car the alternator also charges the house battery so if you're getting low you just like oh let me just start the car and drive around in circles for a second you know okay okay Okay. um so it's very sustainable that way it does not take um propane which a lot of rvs have propane for like the um cooking or for the heat or for the refrigerator um so no propane so we don't have to worry about refilling that that's a good thing and yeah and also a lot of um rvs have to have generators which then also require gas right so um it doesn't have a generator or anything like that so it's very um sustainable and actually i'll just go ahead and get into this too so it does have a toilet and the toilet system though is different from a traditional um rv okay the toilet that it uses is called a cassette toilet or they're sometimes called a marine toilet <laughs> cassette. and you take it out and you flip it over <laughs> put it back yes in. pretty much <laughs> no <laughs> is it your mi- <laughs> it's your mixtape toilet <laughs> <laughs> yeah we should paint it like that. Like it's an actual mixtape. <laughs> okay, sorry. But Continue. The, uh, no, that's okay. Um, so uh, the reason they're called marine toilets, I don't know why they're called cassette toilets, but they're called marine toilets because they're often on boats. Okay. Because on boats, you don't have a place to dump, obviously. Um, and so they literally are a, a cartilage based, cart, cart, cartridge, cartridge um, that's in the side. And you just pull it out and then you take it somewhere and dump it. And then you bring it back and put it back in. Oh. Normally on. Yeah. Yeah. You literally take it out, flip it over and dump it and then put it back in. That's, <laughs> that's useful. Like, that's that's actually, yes. I feel like that's a lot easier because like usually with RVs you have to go into, and I only know this yep. because of, of my the place I work, um, mm-hmm. you have to go to like a place where there's like a mm-hmm. dumping mm-hmm. area and there's, I don't know, there's pipes yeah. involved and yeah. Yeah. And it's, so. it's messy because you have to, yeah. you have to hook up this accordion pipe and then, it, you know, the, the poop goes through there and then you have to <laughs> store that accordion pipe somewhere. Right. But, um, this, this yeah, this is just like a, uh, a little bit like a, um, uh, shit. A kid's like training toilet. Where yeah, it's like, yes. <laughs> you use it and you just dump it out somewhere. Yes, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. So, and the cool thing about it is, it's totally legal to dump these in a regular toilet. So you could literally just take it in your house and dump it. Uh, nice. You could go to like a porta potty or like a vault toilet that's in a lot of state parks. Yeah. Um, you can just dump this in there. Um, 
Now, the one different part from a little kid's training potty is that this is, so it holds five gallons. Ah. So it's not like, it, you don't have to dump it every time you use it. Right, right, right. Um, we have learned that you pretty much maxes out after two nights. Okay, so you fair. can you can kind of make it into the third day, but we can't make it for a third night. Right. Um, because we did almost have, we were like getting ready to go to bed and we we're like, um... Or it was getting the evening. We weren't quite bedtime. Like it was seven or eight at night. And we go use the bathroom. And this was going into the third night. And we go, we flush it. And then it turns red. Oh, like, no. Oh, it's full. Yeah. And it was like, what? Like, there's no way that we won't need to use the bathroom between 8 p.m. and like the next day before <laughs> we can find somewhere to dump it. Right. So, yeah, we had to scramble to kind of find somewhere to dump it. So, like, but, if you're in a... Sorry. Now now we have to talk okay. about poop. Um, so, yeah, if you're no, in the okay. national park, though, like, so if you're yep. in... You're camping somewhere. Like... Yep. And this... I don't know, because I've never camped, but this is what I heard from mm-hmm. watching old movies that my grandfather would show me of him and the kids camping. That they yeah. would have to dig a... They'd have to dig, like, a toilet oh, hole. yeah. So, could you yeah. dig a toilet hole and then just dump it in? <laughs> I guess you could. I mean, it would have to be big, though. I mean, think of five gallons. I guess think, that's like, true. I guess that's true. Milk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, fair. I guess if you just needed one, if you just wanted, like, you know, just needed to go, like, once or twice, you might could, you know. But, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could. Okay. I was but, just, yeah, anyway. Yeah. What, yeah. Where did you end up, which, where'd you end up finding a place to dump your shit? <laughs> um, well, that's a good uh, question. There was a um, boat ramp that just happened to have a porta potty. So oh, okay. There, yeah, there's actually apps. There's actually a free app. Um, what's it called? Uh, shoot. I'll have to get James and then I can have you link it. But okay. um, there's an app that's free because it's, it's uh, pro- you know, the information is provided by people just as they go do things. Uh-huh. But they'll notate like, oh, this this boat ramp has a porta potty or oh, this wow. park has a water spout or, you know, so like the different things that you need, they'll mark the different, like there's just like a, a, a resource, I guess. Right, right. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. So we can... Um, you know, um, it's easy to find that kind of stuff. And usually there's something around. You know? Right, right. Especially, I mean, I guess technically, I mean, I guess if a construction site, as long as it didn't have like a fence around it, I mean, you could even just sneak over to a construction site, dump your toilet, and then leave, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so. That'd be anyway. kind of funny. Like, yeah. I don't know where that came from, man. <laughs> <laughs> this was a new know. toilet yesterday. How is there already five gallons? It's like, look, don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it at all. Um, but anyway, so, um, yeah, so it's very self-sustainable and very, um, convenient, you know, a lot lot of people are scared of the cassette toilet, but it's not, it's not bad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't sound too bad. No. For some reason it makes it, it it sounds less scary to me than like the dump thing. Yeah. I wouldn't want to deal with the whole dump thing. Yeah. That's just my opinion. But anyway. Yeah. But so James's requirements were like off road and uh, off grid and mine were it had to have a toilet and it had to have I wanted a bed that didn't a lot of them have beds that like Murphy beds where it folds up in the middle yes. of the day. Yeah. And then you have to put it back down. I didn't want a bed that I had to try to make every single day or unmake and then try to figure out where to put this stuff. So I wanted a static bed and a toilet and he wanted off road and off grid okay okay <laughs> so this one was the only one that fit 
Well, that made it really easy to figure out which one you needed then. <laughs> yeah, it really did. Um, All right. So I guess I could go ahead. I do have a couple features that I want to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Let's before get into I get that. into our actual trip. Okay. So speaking of the bed, it's actually a really cool system because so the bed, it's in the back. Okay. And um, which is also cool because you can either open the doors or you can look out. You can at least have the back windows to look at while you're in bed. So it gives a nice view. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah, but the cool thing about the bed is, so it is static, it stays square, (laughs) Um, but it's on a lift system. So when you get out, you hit this button and it goes up and sits up in the roof of the camper. And then when you're ready to go to bed, it just comes back down. That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) And the cool thing is, I am short enough that... Um, not for the whole section, but there's like half of it has a little indention. I can actually go back there and stand full height under the bed with no problem. Oh my gosh. Um, And so that gives me extra space. Like if I'm trying to change clothes or if I'm trying to, you know, just need some, like if it's a rainy day and I need some extra space, um, I can go back there and have like a half of a trunk area, um, because I can stand up. Now James can't, but you would absolutely be able to stand up under it. (laughs) Yeah. No, absolutely. (laughs) I can have a dance party back there apparently (laughs) exactly you're like look at all this room for activities (laughs) (laughs) activities. so yes so that um i was really impressed by their bed system i thought it was really cool yeah okay okay yeah what else um oh and so it's about the size it's a it's not quite the right size but it's about the size of a full-size bed Okay, um, I think I think it's the width of a full size, but it's a little shorter um, lengthwise than a full size. That makes but sense. Um, so we, <laughs> so the dog, there isn't quite room for the dog, but we just put him under the bed because it doesn't go all the way to the floor. It goes like halfway. It goes about waist height, um, and so you're still able to store stuff under the bed. So we just put his bed under the bed, and he sleeps in like a little doggy cave while we're sleeping on top. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. so sweet. I think he actually really liked it because some nights we would stay up a little later and he would be ready for bed. And so we, we would just put him under there and he would be in the dark, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's cool. But, um, okay. Oh, but we did. So the mattress by itself, of course, is very thin and it was so hard to try to lay on. Um, yeah. But we just got a little, I think it was like a one and a half to two inch mattress topper. Yeah. Um, put that on the top. It's perfect. It's no okay. problem at all. So, I was about to say, yeah. cause you get one of those like, um, shit, what do they call the, uh, uh, memory foam, memory foam, like mattress topper things. Like, yeah. 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 We ended up going, actually, um, it's made, this one's latex, um, okay. which I was like, what latex? But apparently latex is cooler because memory foam can get hot sometimes because it doesn't breathe. Uh huh. Um, and so, yeah, it's a latex um, memory topper. Oh, foam. wow. Yeah, mattress topper. Yeah. Um, okay. The other thing is so the toilet is also a wet bath, so you have your shower. Okay. Um, that is a little cramped because you obviously have the toilet right in front of you. Um, and then, but you're standing there and you're trying to <laughs> use the little, um, you know, it's, you can turn the water on and then it's got the little trigger so that like you spray an armpit and then you turn it off, you know, and then you like suds <laughs> up and then you like turn it back on and that way you could just do like a quick spurt of, yeah. Taking a shower was very interesting, but I will say... <laughs> I actually did feel clean. Okay, I did not. Okay. I did not wash my hair um, while I was there. Um, 
But as far as my body, we took a shower every day because we had been hiking and sweaty yeah, and whatever. Yeah. Um, I always felt very clean afterwards. And we found these wipes that are actually mostly for like elderly people, but they could also be used obviously for travel. But they're self-sudsing wipes. You okay. just put a little water on them. They foam up. So you can wash your body. And they actually don't require to any water to rinse off. Okay. Um, which I don't know how that works. <laughs> but we, we did we did still rinse off. But it was really easy to just be like, you squirt just water on there really fast and kind of suds up and then squirt and just rinse off really fast. Okay. And yeah. But here's, I felt totally clean. Here's my question, though, because you're off the grid. Yeah. You're not connected yeah. to anything. Where the fuck does yeah. your water come from? <laughs> oh, we have water. We have a 24-gallon water tank. Oh, okay. So you just, like, put water in it. Yes. And then when you, like, take a shower or use the sink, it would just go into the gallon thing? The the waste waste thing? So they're gray water. Gray so, water. Okay. Yep. Black water is your bathroom mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. your 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 pooping yes yes but that's your black water okay your gray water is just water from like your sink or your shower or something like that um and so we we have a gray water tank that we do have to empty um but that's not bad because obviously um it's just soapy water but also that's legal to dump into a storm drain oh so you just pull up like there's a storm drain at the beginning of our subdivision we can just pull up and dump it in a storm drain okay Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, understanding. Understanding. Okay. Yep. And so then we have our freshwater tank, which is what we use obviously for the shower. And like I said, I think it's I think it's twenty four gallons. But so when we actually started this trip, James forgot to fill up the water tank, and I was <laughs> no. like, Oh my gosh, what are we gonna do? Yeah. Um. But uh, that's where I was saying we found on that app that like just a nearby park, just like a normal park, like Fountain City Park. I don't know what Fountain City Park does, but you know, just like a normal park had a water spout. Nice. And, and you just a lot of times fill it up. Um yeah, you just we have a hose and we just fill it up. But um a lot of times parks will have um water spouts because for like if they have picnic pavilions, people right. need water right. for that. Right. So yeah, you just back up to the pavilion, fill up your water tank and go on about your way. That's awesome. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. So, okay, so the shower worked out pretty good. Um we only actually, which I'll get into this a little bit more when I talk about their trip, but to show you how sustainable the van is, we actually only had hookups one night out of our entire trip for a week. Wow. We only had hookups one night. Wow. That is pretty yeah. impressive. And then, yeah. And otherwise, we were able to be just fine. Um, it also has an awning that we're able to put out. Once we park somewhere, we can put it out and kind of just chill under the awning. Mm-hmm. So that's always really mm-hmm. nice. Um. One downside, though, is apparently diesel gas is skyrocketing right now. Yeah. And it's well, actually, there's a fear of a shortage. Right, down, right now. Well, yeah, yes, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So it is a diesel. Um, yes. Oh, yes. This one is. Okay. All Not all Class Bs are, but this okay. one is a diesel engine. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, which this is my first time having a diesel engine, but apparently they're like really... Um, tough like they last a really long time and they can pull really heavy things yes yes well that's why they end up being in all of the over the road trucks and stuff oh yeah that's true yeah Yeah. um do so sorry i keep asking all these questions i need to just let you tell your story no please ask questions i love (laughs) it would you be able to use biodiesel for it then like if you wanted to be like more environmentally conscious like could you put biodiesel in your diesel engine 
thing for this? That's a good question. I don't know if it has to be, if the engine has to be tweaked at all. I don't, I mean, um, I have no idea. I've never looked into that. <laughs> Yeah, I I can, I can definitely. That's a that's a good thing to look into, um, to see if our engine can take it natively or if not. Like, is there just an adapter kind of thing? Yeah. Um, I know this. Oh, go ahead. I was just saying, I'm always interested in being more environmentally conscious. Conscious. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That thing. Conscious. 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 So, okay, I'm gonna shut up now and let you finish. No, that's okay. <laughs> we do have to get DEF though, which I oh um, yeah, I know yeah. all about DEF, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can tell me all about it because um, <laughs> we do have to get that at some point. Um, yes, you know, as we refill things, so that'll be interesting. Yep, yep. It's okay. You can go to a pilot and <laughs> <laughs> and buy it there. Yep. There's a uh, there. You have DEF right at the pump, so you put diesel and then you get oh your, yeah. yeah, it's kind of useful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Convenient. Convenient. So I thought DEF was a recent thing. Like, uh, no, I mean, recent within the past like five, ten years. It's from 2011, I think, is when it like became a requirement okay. for the um, for all of our over the road truckers. So like, it's yeah. diesel exhaust fu- fluid. So it basically mm-hmm. just makes your engine more efficient. It allows mm. your engine to burn the diesel more efficiently. And so, oh, okay. so your engine is created in such a way that that DEF goes in and it helps burn that diesel more efficiently, makes it less like a hazard to the environment and also allows mm-hmm. you to have better gas mileage or diesel okay. mileage. Yeah. Okay. So ta-da. I wasn't sure. They, they, <laughs> thank you. They acted like it was a big deal if we ran out. So that's why I was like, what, how is our, I mean, this is a rarely, a semi new thing. So how right. is this going to be so damaging if we can't use it? But because um, your engine's probably okay. uh, created in Specked such a way that you would be, yeah. 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 Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So those, I think that's all the kind of notes I want to talk about or features. So I guess okay. I can go on about the trip now. Yes. Tell me about the trip. <laughs> okay. 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 So, um, all right. We chose to do this trip in Virginia okay. along the Shenandoah uh, National Park. Um, okay. And in this Shenandoah National Park, there is a road called Skyline Drive. And okay. basically, like, for your reference, it is connected to the Blue Ridge Parkway. It's like the oh, Virginia. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's the, it's just when you cross into Virginia, it's called Skyline Drive okay. instead of, yeah. Um. So that's what we kind of did. That's what we kind of bo- or planned it around. All right. Um, and the so day one, James picks me up at work at like eight p.m. and we just head straight to a Cracker Barrel, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I just think is hilarious. But um, Wait, you spent the night at the Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yes. So Cracker Barrel <laughs> allows RV parking. That's overnight awesome. parking. That's cool. Yes. That's cool. Yes. Um, so we were kind of like, you know, okay, so because he was picking me up so late, um, you know, we really didn't have time to get to the first campground, which was going to be like two hours away or whatever, you know, right, so right. 
there was a um, Cracker Barrel just like maybe two miles up the road. So we were like, hey, why don't we just stay there? And so, you know, we didn't know how it'd work or if it'd be awkward or whatever. Um, but we got there. There is a designated area. So there's a sign that says like bus and RV parking. Wow. Um, there And there were multiple, there was probably five or six other RVs there. Yeah. Um, so this is just very common. So we... Um, get there um i think we had already had dinner so we didn't eat their dinner there but we got there just kind of figured out the van for the night and went to bed and then woke up and uh, it was well it was surprisingly quiet like i thought in such a you know being in a parking lot i thought it would be kind of busy but it wasn't um and we just woke up and went and had breakfast at the cracker barrel and it was amazing <laughs> that's awesome that's and really cracker cool barrel has drinks now has alcoholic what? drinks they have like they have like mimosas and so, no. so like even Yes. Are you yes. everywhere or just in Virginia? <laughs> no, everywhere. Oh my god. Everywhere. Oh yeah. my god, that is like my dream. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to Cracker Barrel yeah. and have fucking alcohol. Yes. yes they please. right now they have a um pop rocket mimosa where it bring you a mimosa and they put one of those rocket pops like the popsicles in it. <gasps> oh That's god. like their special right now. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they had little wine and it. it's like, it comes in a little oh bottle, like God. a cute little bottle. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm going to go to Cracker Barrel on the way to work tomorrow. <laughs> Show up with a pop rocket mimosa. <laughs> That'll be fine. That sounds amazing. Be fine. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that was the start of our trip. Yes. Um, but anyway, so we woke up the next morning and went and ate at Cracker Barrel. And then we headed to an area called, um, or it was a park that had natural chimneys and they were just like these really tall structures that had naturally formed and then water had come in and eroded everything around them. So it just looked like, yeah, for whatever reason, there was like, I think technically seven, but three of them were kind of really obvious out by themselves. Okay. And they just look like chimneys, you know, sitting there. And uh, there's a little hike that you could do around them, like a little overlook and stuff like that. And so that was neat. And that was where we filled up. That's where we found the, or where we got the water. Okay. Okay. Um, And then from there, we went to Monticello, which is uh, Thomas Jefferson's house. Right. Right. Or plantation or whatever, because it was huge. But... That was actually really cool. So they have this little welcome center down at the bottom that has like a little cafe and the gift shop and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then you actually take a trolley because his house is built up on a hill. Right. And a lot of people um, apparently complained about it back in the day because they were like, oh, it's so hard to get to the top of the hill. Um, (laughs) And in fact, the workers kept calling it a mountain. And I was like, what? Like. It's a hill. Okay. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. For us, it's a hill. Right. But um, we had to walk it because dogs weren't allowed on the bus. Oh. So I, I was see. like, you guys aren't, aren't making me feel good by calling it a mountain. <laughs> but um, so we headed the mountain, and it is. It's a 20 minute walk up a hill. Um, and, but halfway up, there is Thomas Jefferson's grave. And oh, so, wow. yeah, you can stop, look at the grave, and there's some other graves there. Um, and apparently he was buried there because him and his brother-in-law just really loved, I think it was a walnut, it's either walnut tree or oak tree that was standing there. And they were just like, yeah, when we die, we want to be buried here. So fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Um, so went on up to the house, um, and the house was huge. Like they had all the, not, well, the house, 
okay, the actual house wasn't that huge. It wasn't like a mansion or anything. It was right. pretty much a house. But there were so many other little buildings. You know, there was like a stable and then there was like a blacksmith sp- uh, space. And then, of course, there were um, cottages or cabins for all the um, slaves and stuff. Right. Um, but then under the house, there were like these... Um, barracks or whatever for of course like the servants and stuff like that and just for other like that was where the ice cave was or whatever right um and the bathrooms they actually had privies it was the north privy and the south privy um (laughs) so they had that um and then you could there were different levels of the house tours so you could take a self-guided tour that you only got to see the first floor um, then there was like a really big tour where you got, there was like three levels of the house you could see, um, things like that. But we just did, well, actually I just did cause we had the dog. So James stayed outside and I just did the quick self-guided tour. Yeah. Um, but it was really fascinating. The, it was smaller than I expected. Um, and the rooms were pretty small. So I don't know. I mean, he had guests over, but like, for example, the dining room or like the family room was like. A love seat, or like the dining room was a small bistro table with right. two chairs, and I'm like, was this just you and your wife? Because there's not room for anyone else here. <laughs> but I mean, things were different back then. It's not like they made yeah. gigantic, you know, mansions the way that they do now. You yeah, know? that's true. Yeah, at the time, this was right. A mansion, exactly. I'm sure. Exactly. Um, yeah, but he had this really neat clock that you know the um, like grandfather clocks. You have to rewind them after so long. Yeah. Yeah. So he had this big clock that was at the middle of his entryway and it had a rope that came down to the side and it had these weights on it. And that was what um, moved, you know, as the as the time ticked on. But they timed it in such a way that you could see what day of the week it was based on where that ball was. Oh, wow. That weight. Yeah. So I thought that was incredibly clever. Um, Then there was also a painting of a lady that had, like, I think it was John Baptiste's head on a platter. Um, (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that one was interesting. So I actually ended up buying the book to go along with the house because I saw so many interesting things in it that I was like, oh, man, I just got to learn more about this. Right. Like, his bedroom, he had his bedroom and his, like, office were basically right next to each other. And, um... He was all about efficiency. And so he built his bed into the wall that was in between the two rooms and then made like this sliding door so that he could just roll out. (laughs) If he wanted to, he could just roll out of bed into his um, study or whatever. Nice. Yeah. And um, his closet was also incredibly interesting because it was basically a turntable. It was like a two or three level turntable. And um, so it spun and he just had his clothes hanging over the turntable. Yeah. Um, And I was like, wow, that's actually a really good system. Like, I'm kind of interested (laughs) in that for myself. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's so funny. um, Yeah. So we did that and that was cool. Did you go Um, in there and you were like, what did I miss? (laughs) Yes, I did. Like the whole time, anytime we were like, oh, we're going to Thomas Jefferson's thing. And I was just like, what did I miss? Like I cannot picture him in any other way than that. I know. I know. Me either. (sighs) It's funny. Yeah. And this just makes me want to watch Hamilton again for the third time. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) That's always, that's always a good use of time. Just for the record. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. So, so then what? So then, 
on the on the end of day two, we stayed at the Blue Toad Cidery. Blue Toad Cidery. Yep. And it was really cool. So they had two, basically two barns set up and they both were bars. So you could go to either one. So they had a ton of outdoor seating. They had a creek that you could just go and play in. Fun. Um, they had a, a playground for kids and they had a band playing. Um, and so, yeah, it was just like this whole area and we parked behind one of the barns and just hung out all day. Ended up sitting there talking to the workers while they were closing down. Um, you know, it was just a really cool experience. And then we went and got in our camper and went to bed or whatever, you know. Um, and then woke up the next morning and we were there. Oh, well, the view was amazing because we were just looking out over the mountains and in a field and, you know, that kind of thing. But we woke up. And there was um, nobody around because, you know, no one's there until like 11 or 12 to open up the bar. Right. And so it was it was just this crazy idea that these businesses were just like, yeah, sleep in our parking lot and we'll, right. you know, have a fun time. You know, yeah. like they just let you go. Um, so, yeah, we just took our time and woke up and kind of just hung out and then left when we were ready. You know, that is so um, cool. Yeah, it was it was neat. But okay, so something that they did that I thought was genius. Um, so I like to get flights when I go to a new brewery because there's yes. always so many things I want to try. Well, they had. I I asked her, you know, I was kind of talking about. I was like, how many beers are in the or ciders are in the flight? Blah blah blah. And she was like, well, we have different ones, but if you want to try everything, we do a twelve sample flight. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> Yes, but even what's even more amazing, the way that they give it to you is in a muffin pan. Oh, like, yes. 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 This I mean, is what the, I want. Yes. I mean, there's cups. You don't have to drink of out of the muffin. I'm assuming yeah. you don't just slip yeah, the yeah. whole pan to your lips. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but she turns around and hands us a muffin pan. I'm like, oh, my God, you all are geniuses. <laughs> um, and you could try. They had 12 ciders on the menu. So you could literally try every cider. That's and she so said, brilliant. you know, she's like, I know 12 is a lot. But if you split it between two people, you get to try all the ciders. Yeah. And it's perfect. And I was like, yes, that is perfect. I was also like, 12 ciders ain't too much. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I got this. So I go nowhere. I'm sleeping <laughs> in your right. parking lot. It's fine. Exactly. You give that's me as the, many yeah, ciders as you want to give me. <laughs> I'm going to be here all night. I'll be here all night. I ain't going nowhere. Uh, no. That's so. Brilliant. Oh, they also had um, <laughs> some bourbon barrel cider. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah. Please. James went crazy for it. Yes. Uh, they had it was peach. There was one that was peach flavor. Uh, some other fruity flavors, but yeah, it was uh, it was pretty good. It's pretty good. So if I don't have an RV, can I just like show up and be like, give me cider, and they will give me cider if I show up there? Yeah, it's 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 a normal drinking establishment. Okay, they just allow okay. RVs. That's so, really cool. Yeah, I think so. If you come this way, I mean, not I mean, I'd like you to come to Maryland <laughs> and see our house, but right. I I think it'd be cooler to meet you in Virginia. Fair enough. Um, because I have another thing, and it's actually on day three. Okay. that I need to tell you. Okay, that, that I can't wait to share with you. Oh, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay. So, on day two, there was the natural chimneys, but day three, we went and saw the natural bridge. Yes! Chimneys. So, there's lots yes, of natural yes. things. Oh, my God. So, do you know my story oh. about the natural bridge? <laughs> no, I had no idea that you knew the natural oh bridge. Oh, my God. I saw um, James's pictures from, like, Dinosaur okay. World or whatever the hell it was right beside yes! it. Yes! So, yeah. Di- natural bridge is in my thesis. Um, whenever <laughs> I wrote my series of short stories, like, my first short story that's part of this 
you know, ongoing thing. Because Highway yeah. 11 goes over the natural bridge. And oh my god! Highway 11 is my highway. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. Um, I first saw it, and it was like we drove. It was my mom. We went to go to Richmond, I think, and we were on yeah, a high on a uh, on a road trip, mm-hmm. and we were on Highway 11, and we just ran over the natural bridge, and we saw all those crazy things on the side of the road, like the dinosaur world. Uh, we were like, what the hell yep. are? Where are we? Um, yep. And if you drive over it, if you don't go underneath it, it's like not very exciting. So if you drive <laughs> over it, you're like, what the fuck? The natural <laughs> seventh wonder of the world. Like, why is everybody making such a big deal out of this? Uh, and yeah. my mom was just like, and so I put it in a short story because I was like, this is such a funny experience. And so whenever I saw it, I was like, oh my God, it's my place. It's a natural bridge. Anyway, so continue. Yeah, I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> I love the natural bridge. Um, yeah. So, um, oh, that's from here. I was trying to Google how far away it is. Because is that a good spot for us to meet Sure. Up? Um, I will go to the natural bridge any day. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. It's four hours and 20 minutes away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so that's far. not bad. No, we could do that in a weekend. Yeah. And it's three, I think three hours and 20 minutes from me. So yeah. Excellent. Perfect. We found our spot. So did you go underneath a, it? Did you like take the tour underneath it? Yeah. And stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yay. Um, <laughs> and there's a giant hotel there. Yes. If we wanted to, stay, if we wanted to do like a, girl, a girl's weekend and have like the hotel situation. But, oh, that's true. Um, I hadn't thought about yeah. that. We could. Or we could all rent campers and have campers. Whatever. That's true. That's but true. anyway. There's a wax museum there too, right? Remember correctly? Um, there used to be. I don't know if there still is. I did not see a wax okay. museum. But I think the nearby town is Lexington, and we didn't go there, but we want to because they do a ghost tour there, and Ooh, we want to go to that. That'd be so fun. there might be a wax museum in Lexington. Right. <laughs> now, there's a Natural Bridge Wax Museum. <coughs> it's like... Oh, there is? Yeah. Oh. Oh, how did we miss that? Well, it's it's reported permanently closed now. Never mind. So oh, I guess it, okay. I guess it stopped. It does yeah. look a little suspicious looking at these pictures. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll, show, I'll share this link with you from TripAdvisor, okay. and you can be like, oh, Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. So something we probably wouldn't have gone to anyway. Probably not. Probably not. Anyway, okay. continue. Um, okay, so we went to Natural Bridge. We uh, Apparently, Thomas Jefferson used to own it. Then It was, I think, The Natural Bridge? Him. Well, yeah, like the. I remember uh, seeing. Well, I remember seeing George Washington's uh, initials, like yes. carved so, into the side. So George Washington surveyed it, or whatever. That's like, right. You know, okay. geographically surveyed it, and it he gifted it to Thomas Jefferson. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so Natural Bridge, it was actually really cool. So not only is there the bridge, but it's a whole walking trail, and there's like a creek or a river. Uh, Creek River, I don't know. Um, there's like these uh, cascades. There are there's like eleven different points of interest along this little path. Yeah, that round trip. It's only like one point two miles, so it's not a hard walk. Right. Um. And yeah, it was really cool. But so we had originally planned to go on a safari that's near there, <laughs> but then we found out that we couldn't because you can't have a dog in the car Aww. because it's they're afraid they're going to uh, scare the animals. So we were just trying to Google as to what to do, and we stumbled upon Dinosaur Kingdom 2. Yes! So you probably saw Dinosaur Kingdom 1, <laughs> but there is now a Dinosaur Kingdom 2. Oh, my God. Because the first one burnt down. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on. Dinosaur yeah. Kingdom 2. 
Okay. Two. Yep. Um, so uh, we, we were like, what? And so we're looking at the website and it's talking about being the Civil War and the North has recruited dinosaurs to fight for them. But the dinosaurs start turning on them. And oh um, then they also recruit <laughs> Bigfoot. Terrible. And so you end up, yeah, you end up having a water gun fight with Bigfoot. Like a person dressed as Bigfoot. Oh my god, um, this is brilliant. Cr- <laughs> yes, it's amazing. It is so amazing. Like the whole time we were just like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> we've stumbled upon gold. Um, the um, they have created a little town that you walk through, and there's a bunch of little buildings that have like a bunch of different settings in each um, building that you can kind of scenes or whatever. Um, then you have the water gun fight with Bigfoot and then you walk into, um, the forest and there's a whole trail that winds through the forest and there's different scenes set up along the path. Um, and there's, yeah, he, it's just like this guy, Mark Klein that makes, um, fiberglass figures. Um, and so all these dinosaurs are fiberglass or whatever, but they're really well done. Um, and I think it, did Dinosaur Kingdom 2 open semi-recently, so they all look very new and polished, and, like, it just looks... It's a great... It's great. I highly recommend it. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah. I have to see yeah. this. I have to go. Yeah. I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, from there, we ended up going to a private campground um, called Walnut Hills, because they were like, oh, camp on a lake and blah, blah, blah. And we needed to find a place before we got onto Skyline Drive. Uh-huh. Um, and so we get there and it's like, I would call it a big pond. And <laughs> it's like, you know, it's got a bunch of ducks in it and it's just a big pond. Like there's, I would never in my life call it a lake. Right. But, um, but well, that was I mean, the one Fountain night. City Lake, right? It's like the same type oh, of thing. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I wonder when you can call something a lake versus a pond or is it just arbitrary? Um, I think it just depends on the amount of emotional investment that somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So that was the one night that we had hookups because since it was an actual, uh, private campground, it had, yeah, electricity, water, everything. So. Uh, that was the one night we had hookups, but they also had a pool. And let me tell you, I love swimming and I never get to do it. I can't even remember the last time I went swimming prior to vacation. And this was like the best surprise of my life. And it was like so hot. Yeah, Yeah. it was so hot. And I was just like amazing. And I was just like, I don't know. I just got in the pool and I splashed around and there was no kids in it. It was awesome. That is so cool. Yeah. So we got up the next morning and um, it's kind of funny because that night, like Major's been kind of with us. He's still trying to get used to the RV. He's not really doing much. He's just kind of watching. Right. Uh, But apparently on day four, he started to get comfortable and we got up and I was like, oh, I'm going to go outside and brew some coffee and just kind of relax. He just woke up on the wrong side of the bed Uh and he walked out there and was barking at everybody. I'm like... Major, at this point, I think I was still waking up kind of early. So I was like, Major, it's like seven in the morning, you know, like stop waking up the entire campground. Um, So, yeah, it was funny because he and he did that every time we went to a campsite that at first he would be quiet and just kind of watch. But the next morning he would get comfortable and start barking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's funny. But anyway, so now we get into day four and, um, that was when we finally got on Skyline Drive. Oh, um, we haven't even gotten to Skyline Drive yet. No, no, <laughs> not at all. That's funny. Um, yeah. So we get to Skyline Drive. And honestly, um, 
And maybe, yeah, maybe this is because I'm from Tennessee, but, and so I've been to the Smoky Mountains, I've been to Cates Cove, that kind of thing. We were a little underwhelmed because, yeah, (laughs) at least for the majority of it, um, because the whole thing about Skyline Drive is it's on the ridgeline of a mountain and it's supposed to have these beautiful views and, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Right, right. So... But the trees, they, they have done no maintenance. And I don't know what kind of maintenance a national forest usually right, does, like if right. any. But uh, they have done no maintenance. And so all the, the grass was like almost knee high. The trees were tall. You're driving on this road and you can't see anything but trees. Which, right. that's fine. That's still pretty. And I'm sure it's beautiful in the fall. But... I can go anywhere to see trees. I don't need to climb up on a mountain and only be able to drive 25 to 35 miles per hour, you know, around curves and hills to see trees. Right. right. Um, so now there are pull-offs and you can stop. And But, uh, you know, it was kind of like at some point they're all the same. It's like, yep, that's a farmland down there. <laughs> um, but it was cool because you climb over the... the um, road you over several days. You end up um climbing elevation and so the very top of it is like 39 it's over 3900 um elevation Uh above sea level um i don't know what the bottom is but like for example like here um in maryland i think we're at like 200 feet above sky level or sea level right so you know that's a pretty big increase yeah yeah um and so that that was cool um but um, also, what was interesting is when you enter Skyline Drive, and we had to leave one day, um, which I, the, it was the next day, but we had to go to Walmart because it was actually colder than we realized, and we had to run out and get some pants. Um, <laughs> but we left Skyline Drive to go get to Walmart. And then also when we were exiting, we noticed like all the exits around it were really run down. Like there were like old gift shops or visitor centers, and it just was, I don't know if it was COVID or... Or if it's just that the um, park isn't bringing the people that it used to. Right. And because a lot of the people that were running through there were Appalachian Trail. Yeah. Appalachian Trail hikers. Yeah. So they're not the kind of people that's going to be like, oh, let me go to this gift shop and buy a little fidgety thing. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. they're there to hike and they're going to be cheap. <laughs> and so um, it was kind of sad. Like every time we left that park... The surrounding towns are obviously struggling. Um, That's so we thought sad. that was interesting. Yeah. But, um, okay, so even though when I say we were underwhelmed, I want to specifically talk about um, the driving on Skyline Drive. Okay. that's the whole point. It's supposed to be, yeah. Right. But we did several hikes, um, and I'll kind of talk about each one, but we did several hikes, and I was really impressed with all of the hikes. They were beautiful. They okay. were, um, yeah, the scenery, like, once you got on them, or what the destination you were going to, or just, like, even along the way, it was it was beautiful. So That's good. Um, That's good. At yeah. least you have that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> and there were campgrounds, um, and we stayed at two. Uh, so on day four, we went to, so we did... Dole River or Doyle River Falls, which was three waterfalls along a 3.4 mile hike. Yeah. Um, now it was considered hard and it was hard <laughs> because <laughs> it was uh, on the way back up. You were pretty much going straight up the entire time. Um, so that was a little hard, but we stayed at Big Meadows um, campground and it was crowded. Like it was big and 
it wasn't as crowded as staying at like a normal campground, uh-huh. but there was definitely like every, instead of maybe like three feet a camper, there was like maybe every 10 feet there was a camper. Um, and they had tons of bathrooms. Like we, um, <laughs> which is kind of good, but kind of not because it was like, okay, I, I can appreciate that um, I can go to a bathroom like in any direction, but right. it's like, do you really need that many bathrooms? <laughs> um, but uh, so there are lots of bathrooms and there was paths all along the park. So you could go walking everywhere. And um, each of the campgrounds had what they called a wayside, but it was basically like a supply store. So it would have supplies and groceries and like essentials for the hikers that are coming through. Okay. okay. So that, that was cool because they also had, um, you know, like I said, they had um, gifts and stuff and like, they didn't just have the same thing. It wasn't like cookie cutter. It was actually like, they all had kind of unique little things. Um, and they have either cafe, some of them have cafes or restaurants in them. And so on the, oh wait, no, that's day six. Okay. So I was just talking about day four, right? right. So <laughs> now going in, I was about so to talk about jumped. something, but it hasn't happened yet. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so day five was the one day it rained. Um, and so that was the day we decided to go off Skyline Drive, go to Walmart. We to- like, kind of tooled around over there, went to a park and kind of sat around for a little while, played cards um, <laughs> in the park. And that way we could get a little bit of internet to kind of research and stuff. Okay. Um, and then we head back to Big Meadows Campground and s- camped there again. Okay. Um, but then, so then day six is when we uh, did, it's called rapidan camp and it was a four mile hike that went to where president hoover used to go like now there's camp david that's kind of like a getaway for the president well this was the getaway that uh, president hoover built um and it was so cool <coughs> i gotta take a drink here that's what to say <laughs> just yeah, breathe talking a lot just breathe yeah <laughs> yeah well, we're at an hour now. I know. Like, I still have like four more days. I have so many things so, to talk about. Yeah, I'm trying to go fast. Um, but there's only three or four buildings left standing, but they had maps and stuff. Yeah. Where they had this whole compound. And apparently like uh, Mrs. Hoover was very, like she was the lead of the Girl Scouts and she camped all the way with her dad, elderly dad, went from California all the way over to like... Uh, I don't know if it was, I think it was Washington, D.C. What? And she just stayed at, like, mining camps along the way. And, like, when they went to this getaway, like, she preferred to stay in an actual tent. Um, <laughs> she didn't want to stay in the buildings. Um, okay. Yeah, she was, like, hardcore, like, outdoorsy, independent chick, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Um, yeah, so I had, like, this whole new respect for her. But uh, not that I had any thoughts about her before. I didn't know her. But, right. Um but they had their rules for the camp were like, um, you know, they wanted to keep it very casual. And they said stuff like the main hall is from everything from knitting to executive meetings, you know, just whatever is needed. And, you know, if you want, um, there's no bells. Cause you know, back then if you, for servants, they had little bells and stuff. Yeah. Um, and they were like, there's no bells. So if you need something, you either have to go find someone and tell them or just tell them the next time they walk by. They, and um, <laughs> okay. uh, they were like, yeah, they're like, lunch will be cold sandwiches. Deal with it. You know, oh, like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, they weren't mean, but um, I'm kind of paraphrasing it that way. Right. But I loved this idea 
of. They're like, dang it, we're going to the woods, and this isn't some luxury resort. Right. Like, you're going if you're going to come out here, you're going to have to rough it with us. Yeah. Um. It and I just I loved it. Yeah, and I loved it because I think a lot of times you do when you people in those positions are all like, oh yes, we're going camping, and then you know they're like in some giant uh, mansion with like a spa and you know whatever right. and the, you know it's just not anyway <clears throat> so i just had a new respect for mr and mrs hoover um after seeing all this information yeah no that makes sense so, that makes sense yeah so then we went to this was was this is what i was about to say we went to um that big metal campground well they had a lodge and we went there and we had because um someone had recommended to me that they have a signature blackberry ice cream pie oh my god (laughs) yes it was amazing i was like oh my gosh i like i told the person i was like i i am so grateful that you recommended this because it was literally pie crust then ice cream that was like real dense and like real like yeah it really had some substance to it Uh and then meringue on top and then like a blackberry puree it was amazing and they make it there in-house like this is a unique to them kind of thing (laughs) God. <laughs> and it's just like at this lodge in the middle of the woods yeah just randomly um yeah no so that was amazing nope so we did that had some drinks that was good and then we moved over to a campground called matthew's arm which i have no idea why it's called matthew's arm okay but, uh yeah um and we were <laughs> driving around trying to find a spot and we had to go twice um in a circle twice and there was this guy who was incredibly grumpy and he just like stared at us like <laughs> okay and as we drove by he just turned around and would stare at our vehicle as we drove off and i was like this guy i mean this is like borderline serial killer looking kind of situation he's like going just jealous. he's just jealous of your rv it's fine i yeah that's what i'm gonna <laughs> tell myself because i was like this this is like borderline scary yeah but there are um the funny thing is so at a campground there is what is called a campground host and they're they're like a concierge service for the campground and they're people that have agreed to or the campgrounds letting them live there um in return they act as a concierge okay uh, kind of they kind of clean the bathrooms and they like if a guest was like oh i need firewood then they would be like oh let me get that for you or whatever you know right um and so um we think this guy (laughs) this campground in particular had two campground hosts and we think that this guy was one of the campground hosts and i was just like the one staring at you yes yes he was in the same area as the campground host and we were like oh my god that is the host i can't no 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 but anyway so we get a spot there that one was more spaced out i really loved that campground and um we ended up getting this little spot that was like in a curve and so when you backed into it our camper was actually facing completely in the woods like you couldn't even see like if you were sitting in the chair you know outside the rv you didn't even see the road like okay um it was much more private and a lot more space because since it was in a curve you couldn't fit other vehicles in there right so yeah it was great and the only the scary part was uh so it had a little bit it had your little area and then it kind of dropped off a little bit but there were two obvious game trails where animals probably deer were coming up and down but 
there was a sign and they all had all these campgrounds had bear boxes oh, where no. you're you can <laughs> yeah where you can store stuff because obviously like if you're in a tent right and you have food it doesn't that tent doesn't help you no um <laughs> And so they had bear boxes and stuff. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, any minute there's a bear going to come climbing <laughs> over this, uh, you know, little drop off. And um, one of the, the instructions were like, if you see a bear, don't surrender your food, you know, wrap up your food quickly and then get to safety. And I'm like, I'm like, hell no. If a bear comes climbing over this thing, I'm going to throw my sandwich at it and then I'm going to run away. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, yeah. that will, you know, like. Uh, stall him and be like yes. I, got a, I got a sandwich i'm good no worries no worries we exactly. get we good i i get you. yeah yes exactly <laughs> so um but obviously we did not see a bear we saw lots of deer we had a deer walk right by us like oh i'm God. talking 10 feet away um but yeah it was it was cool <laughs> um so moved on to matthew's arms okay so that was that night so day seven um we ended up going on a hike called Overall Falls, and that was the highest uh, waterfall in the park. It was 93 feet. Wow. Um, tall. Yeah. So it was pretty tall. It was a four-mile hike that was considered hard, um, and I'd say it was it was decently hard. I mean, it's four um, miles. That already, in my book, is hard. <laughs> that's true. That's So just the <laughs> distance alone right. was hard. Um, but we came back, we did that, we came back, and uh, James got, put up his hammock and slept in his hammock and listened to his podcast and stuff like that. And I sat over um, and read a book and stuff like that. So we just kind of relaxed, and that was nice. Aww. And then we had lunch, and then um, went on another hike that was much smaller. I mean, it was 2.3 miles, but it was a... Um, it was kind of like the history of the forest, kind of. It was like a very leisurely kind of yeah. hike. So, you know, kind of more of a walking path. Um, so we did that. And then we were going to build a fire, but our firewood, which we didn't actually buy. Um, there was some firewood that was left there at the campsite. We were like, oh, cool. Someone left some campsite or some fire. But it had rained, you know, oh, our, no. a couple days ago. So yeah, sweat. so it was yeah so we couldn't get the fire started and so this was like at 7 30 and it was supposed to get down to like 50 degrees that night yeah and uh we were planning to go home the next day and so james is like why don't we just go home you know like why are we oh. sleeping in the van and you know we have to worry about if we can use the heater or not because it does have air conditioning and heat um but the heater uses the diesel I got um, you. Yeah. Yeah. The air conditioner uses electricity, but the, um, or the batteries, but the heater uses diesel. So he was like, you know, we're going to have to worry about if that runs down our diesel or not. And we just w- weren't used to it yet. And so he's like, why don't we just go home? And I was like, okay, yeah, I think that's a good <laughs> idea. So we, we drove home. It was only two and a half hours away. So we got home by like 10 o'clock. That's not bad. Um, no, and it was actually really great because then, um, and just to wrap up really quick, but so then we had day eight, nine, and ten, um, and day eight was we just cleaned the RV, unpacked, and did some, like, random yard work. Um, day nine, we were able to kind of catch up on some in- inside chores, you know, like laundry and dishes and things like that. Right. And then we went to the Crooked Crab, but, you know, obviously we missed our favorite brewery over here. Right. So we went, went to dinner at the Crooked Crab, and then on... Sunday, which was day 10, we just were able to relax. I finished my book I had started. Um, okay, while we were okay, camping. what book did you read? Oh, uh, okay. Um, well, okay, and the last thing was we just caught up on. Work I'm sorry, I'm back. sorry. But, no, that's okay. I keep interrupting you. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, the book I read, 
I always get embarrassed about the books I, said, I read, but I enjoy them. If you like I know. them, then fuck anybody who says I know, I know. Um, so I really shouldn't be embarrassed, but because I, I love the, I love them. But anyway, um, it was a total like chick lit book uh-huh. that was called uh, Flat Share. Okay. And it was based in, I guess, London. I think it was, I don't know if it was London specifically, but, but over there somewhere. And um, it was basically this guy that worked um, the night shift and he needed some spare money. And so he rented out his, basically he was like renting out his apartment during the day. Okay. They actually shared the same bed, which I don't know if people actually do this. Like it sounded like it was something that people do over (laughs) in Europe. Maybe. uh, Yeah. You, um, so she would sleep in it at night while uh-huh. he was at work, and then he would, like, so she would go to work, and then he would come home, so they never actually saw each other. So that oh, was kind of the premise of the whole book, because okay. they would leave little notes for each other, and then, of course, they they grow and kind of start to like each other through these little communications of these little post-it notes yeah. kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, so he, yeah, so anyway... So it was a really cute book. I ended up really liking it. And it was actually way deeper than I expected because um, in the book, and I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but um, the girl was dealing with gaslighting. So she was dealing with an abusive relationship coming off of gaslighting. And then the guy was dealing with um, his mom had always dated a lot of guys and they were bad guys that didn't treat her right and so she always had a history of dating bad men yeah and so um <clears throat> there was this you know kind of conflict they had to or not conflict but struggle that they had to get over because the guy was like oh you're just gonna go back to your bad boyfriend because he was projecting what his mother did right. and then you know she was kind of working through the whole gaslighting realizing that she had been abused for so long right um that kind of situation. And then um, then there's this whole other sad story. Like, the reason he works night shifts is because he works at a hospice facility. And so, Aww. you get to know some of those patients in the hospice. Yeah, it was, like, way deeper than just, like, oh, look at these two people that right. you know, talk and fall in love. You know, it was... It was actually a really good book. I ended up write, uh, rating it five stars. Yeah. Um, it's got high uh, ratings but, on Amazon and also on Goodreads. So. Yeah, it was really good. Excellent. It was surprisingly good. And it was a super light read. I think it took me uh, like two day, two and a half days or something like that. And I am a super slow reader. <laughs> and I was able to read it that fast. So Nice. Um, yeah. So I recommend it if you just want a light read. Yeah. Well, that sounds awesome. Yeah. But anyway, okay. I've talked a really long time. My throat is very dry. But that was my, <laughs> that's my RV. Yay! That's my vacation. I had an amazing time and we're ready to go again. That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm so glad yeah. you guys did that. I'm glad you have yeah. an RV. I'm glad you're able to take it on such an awesome trip. And, uh, and yeah, I look forward to, to more adventures mm. like this. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there anything else like that you like, I don't know, warnings, hot tips <laughs> for people who, <laughs> um, want, who want to go on such adventures? Uh, not so far. I mean, we, so, so we've had a really good experience we've gone twice so we did the week long and then we did a quick weekend right. trip to kind of test it originally um but yeah no i mean so far it's been a really good experience um obviously with if you're going deep in the woods you'll want to get something like all trails or something that you can get maps even if you don't have internet <clears throat> right um, right 
because, you know, we were just lucky that the Waysides had internet so we could go up there, download something real quick, like a trail map or whatever, um, or Google directions to something and then go back to our campsite. Um, so obviously there's that, but in general, I, I, yeah, we really love it. I think, um, the RV lifestyle is good for us. That's awesome. (laughs) Well, you can, you can always bring your dog, which is another awesome thing. Yes, exactly. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. At some point, I want to join you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So we'll have absolutely. to figure that out. But yes, very, very, very. We found cool. the spot, so now That's we just true. have to make arrangements. Natural for bridge. The... Yeah, yeah. I was realizing I've been there. I drove over it with my mom. I went there with my friend Aaron afterwards to explore it. Um, mm-hmm. Who you know, you know Aaron. Um, yeah. And then I went there again with L later. Uh, whenever <laughs> Ashlyn was very, very little. And then I took Thomas and Ashlyn there. <laughs> we oh, went wow. to DC. So I've been there several times. Uh, yeah. I, it is it is like one of my magic spots. So I'm very, <laughs> good. I'm very excited. We should definitely meet there. <laughs> yes. We could go there and then you could explore Dinosaur Kingdom Yes, too, yes. Your mind will be blown. It'll be awesome. And maybe we could do the safari thing. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's another thing I want to do over there. It's called... Um, I don't know how close it is to that, but I think it's still semi-close. Um, it's called the Frontier Museum, and it shows you how uh, different frontiers were back in the day. Oh, my but it's gosh. Like, yeah, it's not just, like, American. It's, like, yeah. German and Indian, and uh, there is American, but there's, like, a bunch of different. So that seems really cool. I'm interested in that, too. Yeah, there's a whole collection of things like that. Um, I'm yeah. going to link in show notes to a to the section of my thesis, because it's up online, uh, where okay. I talk about that particular stretch of road <laughs> like all the crazy i think that's great tourist attractions yeah. that are happening it's on yes uh, i will link it but it is on page 26 of my thesis just <laughs> <laughs> perfect okay um anyway all right well i know we've been going long so we'll go ahead and wrap this up but thank you for sharing i have i love living vicariously through you <laughs> So that is super exciting. Um, and, well, good. you know, hopefully I'll get to share the adventure soon. Yes, yes. Well, good. Well, thanks for letting me share because, yeah, it was a lot of fun and I enjoy talking about it, even if I just talked for an hour. Whatever. <laughs> hey, but that's okay. People are used to me talking for an hour at this point. So this is like a nice change of pace. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I love you, Stacey. I love you too. And I will talk to you next week. Oh, okay. Sounds good. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho